Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Uh, please don't text in because, I mean, you can, but don't because it'd be pointless. I'm not there, not there, not here, not there. Where am I? I'm on Wednesday and I'm with Sarah Milliken. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm very well, thank you. I'm very I'm well. I'm glad you said it was Wednesday, because I don't really know. <laughs> yeah, no, know. It's one of those weeks, isn't it? So it's Wednesday, but this will be going out Sunday. Oh, are people getting ready for their Sunday dinners now? Yeah, oh, well, oh, I I'm really not, jealous. It's, it's eight o'clock in the morning right now. Well, some people do, though, don't some, they? Well, They'll be, like, peeling potatoes now. There are some. I mean, we often, on a Sunday morning, when I say, what are you up to? People are like, oh, just getting the roast ready. I'm like... Yeah, it's not Christmas Day. That's <laughs> in bed for an hour. What are you doing? We start, the time we want to eat the roast is the time we start preparing yeah, the roast. Exactly, yeah. So we end up eating about five o'clock. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I've got to say, this is, and this is, uh, this is probably going against everything. It probably makes me a traitor to being British, but I'm not a fan of the roast. Get out. I know. <laughs> I know. Really? I just think, and I ate, so, I ate Christmas dinner. I mean, let's not go down no. that road. I'm like, that can jog on. Really? What would you rather, if you could have anything for Christmas dinner, what would you have? Curry or something. <laughs> I had curry for breakfast once. It's Did one of you? my finer moments. Wow. Yeah. How did you manage that? Uh, I was in Australia and with my friend Felicity Wood. Right, yeah. And I said, I'm hungry. Are you hungry? And she she always says, I could eat, which is the best answer ever. <laughs> That's a great friend. And we walked past and there was an Indian place open and we went and had wow. curry about half ten in the morning. So wow. it wasn't like two breakfast. But, but actually, what time is that? In Eng- I mean, if you were still on UK oh, yeah. time. <laughs> That's totally fine. It was just before bed. Yeah, it's actually it's normal curry time. Maybe that's why my body was craving it. <laughs> that's what it is. That's because yeah. I'm the opposite of you with Sunday dinners then. I would mm. happily have one every day. Right. And I'm disappointed that nobody's invented like a takeaway Sunday dinner. How incredible would that be? Hey, that's not a bad shout. And I do, I make my own Yorkshire puddings. Oh, you don't go Aunt Bessie? We've got some emergency ones, uh, <laughs> yeah, but sometimes we eat them with like a lasagna on a really bad day. You know when I'm you what, just what? no, you know when you have like if do you never have freezer surprise? <laughs> you go, there's nothing in the fridge. Let's have a look. <laughs> Gary usually gets out a tub of uh, unidentifiable brown that he's made yes. in a slow cooker six months before oh, that we yeah. he didn't label because he didn't think he'd need to label it, but it's because he thought he was going to eat it the next week, not six months later. But it's always something all right. Yeah, you put dog food in there and things. So well, we I was going to say it's your freezer. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's only with stuff you and the like. the likelihood of somebody like burgling you and all you they did was put yeah. weird stuff in your freezer <laughs> is so <laughs> unlikely. <laughs> yeah, although now you've said it. <laughs> well, that's going to happen, isn't it? <laughs> so Sarah Millick is my guest up until 11 o'clock this morning on Absolute Radio. Please uh, don't uh, text in, like I said, but feel free to f- to tweet either of us. We'll be, I mean, we'll be in bed, but do feel free <laughs> to, uh, to tweet us or get in touch on Facebook and stuff like that and say hello. What would you usually be doing on a Sunday morning? So this, I presume we're about sort of ten past eight or something like that. Pro- am I be emptying the dog? Emptying um, the yeah. Dog. <laughs> <laughs> Some people call it walking over, but it yeah. can be quite functional. It, at it times. is literally that, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, we just um, I've got little songs. Uh, yeah. Uh, they, we sometimes we do it instead of I get a kick out of you, I'll get a poo out of you. We do oh, that good. one. Good. Uh, little songs and yeah. Is that a family we, activity? Do you and Gary and the dog go for a walk together? Or, or? we sometimes do the like the nighttime one together, right. but mostly 
Out of fear, though. Out of fear of the dog. Yeah, I'm not good in the dog. I'm (laughs) really not good in the dog. He loves the dog. I shine a torch the entire time I'm walking the dog. Yeah, I'm not. Not through the day. I'm not mad. (laughs) No. At night. (laughs) You're running your batteries out. I think every time I hear a rustle in the bushes, which is probably like a sparrow, Mm. I just think, A, it's a badger, and B, I'm trying to work out, do I know if badgers can kill people or not? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Could I have a badger in a fight if it came to it? I, would, I, reckon you'd probably I mean, if I was down on his level, I'd be worried. But I think because I'm up high. Because you're tall. Yeah. yeah I five foot eight. Right. And you've got a dog. Oh, yeah, but he would just back off. Useless. <laughs> yeah. Useless. He would bark and then he yeah. would lick. <laughs> There's not much gap between. Yeah. But I would probably be walking the dog. I do the morning walks. And all right. Then, so then Gary does all the cat stuff because we've got cats as well. So he does all oh, the Oh, dear. Food right. So you're. So oh. in this sort of. When we sort of talk, we've talked about it on the show before about dogs versus cats. You're sort of half and half, are you? Yeah. Well, you say that. You say we've got the cats first, and ah. we tried to get a cat that would sit on my knee, and I seem to have some kind of force field around me. That means cats <laughs> just go. Like I sit beside you, but I'm not sitting on that. And the dog, as soon as I sit down, will just immediately sit on my knee. Right. He started though sniffing my jeans first, which I I'm not sure oh. if when he sits on does that mean that great they stink or yeah. great they're clean. <laughs> yeah. Hmm. This oh, already smells, smells like, like wet dog. Like so. dinner. Yeah, <laughs> I'm totally fine with that. Meaty, nice. Uh, yeah. So yeah, so I think I'm both. Right. But I feel like the cats are my pets, and the dog is the love of my life. <laughs> like we went to see yeah. Celine Dion the other day with the dog. The dog? No, oh, right. I was say, <laughs> just wow. a bunch of friends. Oh, I see. And she sang a song called "The Love of My Life," mm. and I looked up at Gary all lovingly, and I just said to him. It's a shame the dog's not here so I could sing to him. <laughs> but yeah, he is. I think I'm more of a dog person. Are you? You're, yeah. have you, you haven't got anything, have you? I haven't at the moment because I've got children, which sort is that, of... Are they your pets? They're like pets, yeah. And, Wait, uh, you, you have to feed them, you have to keep them alive, you have to empty them? Yeah, I mean... they're it's very yeah, similar. Take them for a How walk. How long can you leave them in the house? You leave the dog for four hours? Um, legally, not at all. Um, really? Yeah. Oh, that's disappointing. Morally, also when- not at all. When you've got an older one, yes, that's the dream. How old is your oldest one? I think my my eldest. Sorry, I think I I actually know. Yeah, sorry. (laughs) To be fair to social services, there I was replying to a previous question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, I uh, mine is seven. My eldest is seven, so they're still a bit too young. How old when? Do you think? I think double figures. How old were we when we were left alone? Well, I think I was about eleven or twelve, and then I was able to like look after my. Not at night, but in the day, for an hour or so, I was able to sort of look after the others. But I think what do you, what do your parents like escape for an hour? Like just get out, just leave them for just an hour. I need to get out <laughs> just need to get out. I don't know what happened. I don't know what they were up to. But off oh. they went. I know. Oh. Not worth thinking about. Let's move on. I hadn't even thought of that. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. So talking this morning with Sarah Millican about uh, uh, about all the pets that you've got, all the different animals. All of them. There's only three. That's quite a lot of animals. It's not. I mean, they are more than there are people. (laughs) Yeah, you're outnumbered by by animals. But we're bigger than them. It's fine. Well, there is that. Yeah. The um, my parents have got. They've still got all the animals in our family. Really, that's where we we go to. to, They got. They have got. They've just got two big dogs now. The cats have gone. I lost my. Well, I say I lost my cats in the divorce. They were the two things that we were both like, you have them. Oh. Yeah, you have them. Oh, nah, you no. have them. You were fighting over CDs and not over cats. Yeah, we were like, no, nah, I want the best of Lionel Richie, but you can keep Shylock. <laughs> That's what our cat was called. The best of Lionel Richie's really good, though, I mean, it isn't is it? Good. <laughs> it's so good, let me tell you this. When I got burgled in about 1999, when I was at Salford University, they took everything... And they only left the best of Lionel Richie. It was just this one CD just left on the side. Were you offended? They just, they just, I was actually, because I was like, not only have I been 
Burgle, they've insulted my music taste. <laughs> Gary had his car broken into once in the left all of his CDs. They went through them, probably went through them, but left them all. <laughs> a lot of Can prog rock in there, a lot of prog rock. <laughs> <laughs> Occasionally, obviously, when I go and pick the kids up, um, I'll see the cats, uh, you know, and it's a sort of like, we have a little, we're on a nodding relationship. Oh, really? Yeah. Aww. To be honest, for, for a long time, me and the cat were very much just waiting for the other one to die. You know, like he hated me, I hated him. So we've got one that's a bit like that. Yeah. He's he you can stroke him three times and then he'll take your arm off. Yeah. Brody, Chief Brody, Chief named Brody. after the police chief in Jaws. Good name. Uh, and so you stroke, 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 say three strikes and you're out. <laughs> and then right. he will try and and sometimes he'll put all of his arms around your arm and then do the kicky thing. Oh yes. And yeah, I it often looked like I was a self harmer, but I was just because because <laughs> he really hated me. So we've got one a bit like that. And I sometimes worry about you know how men die before women. Like mm. I might end up like when Gary and I are old mm. he might go before me and it might just be me and the cat yeah. that one cat left the dog's gone Jeez. the nice cat's gone left with a rubbish cat yeah just hissing at each other on the sofa the two of us that's what I yeah well that's what I think with the cat with the cats because isn't there that thing where if you die you know if you die in the house and nobody knows you died and you're in the house the dog will they'll just like lie down next to you and just die with you because they just love you so much and you're, you're gone now whereas a cat will be like I'll give it two days then I'm eating a face <laughs> <laughs> I, mean, like, I might uh, take that as a compliment. Uh, my self-esteem's not great, so if somebody wants to eat my face, someone, the cat, I mean. The cat, yeah. <laughs> I'm thrilled. Out of respect. Out of respect, I'll give it two days. <laughs> and the dog only lies down beside you and dies with you because you can't open packets. Yeah, she's thick. <laughs> oh, well, what's the point? <laughs> yeah. what's if the only po- I could open that fridge door and get the ham out. <laughs> <laughs> it's that weird, like, thing they do on your leg where they, with, with oh, the we claws. we call it munching, but it's like the padding. Yeah, yeah that yeah. thing, and people say, oh, it's because they love you, and I've always thought i think they're tenderizing the meat because <laughs> <laughs> they can't they can't hold one of those meat tenderizers they're, they're just wooden like, block they can't mm, hold them with just thinking, i'll give this about six months <laughs> oh well that's changed that that was the one thing the nice thing that that cat sometimes oh does. sorry yeah, thanks for that, <laughs> sorry about that. what does it bring you little presents like they don't go outside oh, because we've got quite a busy road right so yeah. we and we've got a, a cat servitory you're welcome wow <laughs> That's impressive. Um, it's a conservatory that we just let to the cat, so it's got loads of cat trees and okay. sofas and things. Oh, that's in. a good so, idea. And they get to watch that we've got a bird feeder outside, so we give them, like, we call it cat television. <laughs> so yes. they can watch the bird. And the birds all sort of, they, they, they're quite smug because they know they can't be got at, nice. so they kind of flaunt themselves. In of front course. Of the cat, so. And why not? Yeah. <laughs> why not? Well, I asked on, on Facebook for some funny names what people have called their pets. Oh, okay. Because you've oh, got good. good names. Give me yeah, your so, names. Uh, Chief Brody is yep. the ginger one. We've got a little tortoiseshell girl who's adorable called Lieutenant Ripley, which is off Alien. Alien, yeah. And the dog is called Commander Tuvok. Now, the dog is from the rescue, from the dog's trust, who's oh, rescue. Right. Yeah. But he was already called Tuvok. So it was, I don't really believe in signs, but that was really That's weird. weird. Yeah. So we just gave him his rank because it's only fair that he has a rank <laughs> with the other two. <laughs> Gary and I yeah. only Mr. and Mrs. Everybody else has got a proper Our rank. Our by the pets. <laughs> so we've got a commander, a lieutenant, and a chief. Lovely. But some are military. And some are police, so they're not. They're, yeah. you know, it's, so it's, I'm getting into There's no cross jurisdiction. Now. No, no, they're fine. They're Funny. all in charge of their own areas. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. There was a couple of crackers on here. Susie Good, you messaged me. She said, We have Bruce Wayne Batcat. <laughs> That's what they've got. That's great. Yeah, he's a massive idiot, she says. He ate the Easter egg this year, foil and all. Full wow. Easter egg. Wow, it's I mean, we've all done it, but, you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, Steve messaged me. This made me laugh. At uni, some friends uh, had a dog called Parsnip. They were having a food fight and someone threw a parsnip at someone, but it missed and it flew out the window. Eventually, someone decided to go out and retrieve it and clean up outside. Uh, There was no sign of the parsnip, couldn't find it, but there was a parsnip-coloured stray dog sitting (laughs) there. 
He started whining at them and followed them in. The dog could not be traced to an owner, so they kept it and called it Parsnip, as it seemed like that Parsnip had transformed into a dog. <laughs> I think they were having a fun time at college. I've got a feeling <laughs> there was a lot going on there. Yeah. It wasn't just Parsnips they were taking. No. <laughs> Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hope you're very well. This show is not live today. I pre-recorded it on Wednesday with the very lovely and very funny Sarah Millican, who's here with us today. And uh, talking dogs and cats and pets and all those things as well. I've not got any pets at all, so obviously with the kids it's hard to... Have the kids asked for pets? They haven't. One of my daughters is not into animals at all. It's really weird to have a kid who doesn't like animals. Oh, is it not into them and doesn't like them? Or I think are slightly different. Well, she... She kill them. No, no. She bring them in like cats do. Like <laughs> no, she's not like... Mice. <laughs> she doesn't you know, like... the beginning of Take the wings off killing. them, yeah. yeah okay. <laughs> no, it's not. She's just not into them. <laughs> okay. And she, it's funny because sometimes kids will say like really grown up phrases, even though they don't know what they necessarily mean <laughs> and I said uh, it was like one Saturday afternoon and I said right let's go to this like a city farm in, in in Manchester I said right let's go to the farm and my, my daughter went why and I was like um I don't know <laughs> like I genuinely was like I don't know why we're going to a farm like I've got loads to do but I just thought it's the thing we that you do, do when, yeah exactly I'm happy filling a VAT return if you want but um so I was like no let's go to the farm let's go to the farm and she was like I don't really like animals and I went how does a seven-year-old child not like... They've got lambs, they've got chickens, they've got everything there. How, how do you not like animals? And she went, I'm just more of a people person. <laughs> <laughs> but I don't think she knew that was a phrase. That's brilliant. But I just thought, that's great. I was like, See, yeah, I'm more enough. of an animal person than yeah, a people, people person. I, think I you... stroked a frog on the late-night walk last night. <laughs> It sounds like a Katy Perry song. <laughs> I liked it. Uh, I did. I, <laughs> it just jumped out. And you, and you, I wouldn't be the last thing I'd think of to stroke a frog. Well, I, he didn't move. He didn't. He did, certainly didn't not enjoy it, <laughs> which is all I need <laughs> yeah. to keep going. <laughs> but uh, terrified. Then I did a little dance because I was excited. Just to, there's nobody around. Just, no. just the two of us and the frog. dog. Yeah, the frog. Uh, frog and the because dog. Because we've got a pond at home, and I never, I can never see any frogs in it. So if I see a frog anyway, oh, so you I think get... if I'd be nice to this one and tell his mates? Well, <laughs> I didn't want to like scoop him up and take him home, but I thought, lads, there's a woman might... up here. She'll stroke you <laughs> just for jumping out of a pond. Exactly. Maybe if I'm nice and welcoming, they might come and live in my pond. This is, I like it when we, I like it when we 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 sort of personify like personify oh, uh, yeah. animals. I love that. My dad. I remember my dad once when we. One, one summer, we had this infestation of ants in our house. There oh. were thousands of them in the kitchen. And it got to that point where you don't know how to deal with it. You're like, you poison or powder or mm. like... And then in the end, it sort of comes to just like hot water and like, you know, mm. we don't know what to do to get rid of all these ants. And um, I don't know what the rules are now, but back in the 80s, it was it was boil the kettle and Make just... Make them a cup of tea. <laughs> yeah, they're here to stay. <laughs> Let's welcome them in. Yeah. Who wants a hobnob? Why did you climb on that hobnob? <laughs> there was an amazing moment where I came down and my dad had um, like used the kettle on some of it and then he had a teaspoon and he was like just walloping these ants, like bang, oh bang, bang, bang. Like, and, and I said, what are you doing? And he says, well, what I do now is, this was his theory. This was a man in his 50s even then, right? <laughs> he says, what I do is I got, obviously I, I wipe out most of them with the boiling water. He says, and then the, the survivors, I kill about a dozen with a back of a spoon and then some of the others maybe about 20 or so I just hit them enough to injure them just enough to injure them so they can go back to the hive and go don't go in number 28 
He's a psychopath. Like, you don't even want to know what I've seen. Just limping ants. Yeah, just these ants coming out. Like, With a story to tell. Just, just like a sugar, little tiny sugar granule under its arm. Just a broken leg. Oh, my God, he was mad. He was mad with that spoon. When I do, when I garden, which is not very often, I'm very good at it, but I do quite like it, mm. um, I pretend that there's one worm and one bee. <laughs> because then when you see him, you go, how did you get over here? <laughs> and it just it entertains me. That's one of my favourite jokes. You know the snail joke? That's my favourite joke. It's a knock at the door. And uh, the guy opens it, and there's a snail. And he picks up the snail, and he throws it to the end of the garden. And uh, two years later, there's uh, a knock at the door, and he opens it, and the snail goes, what did you do that for? <laughs> it's really stupid, That's isn't it? Great. We, we get him to get a lot of snails in the garden. Sometimes Gary will come in from the late night dog walk, and he'll go, ooh, the drive's really crunchy tonight. <laughs> oh, oh, no. We wake up the next day, and there's a bit of a massacre. <laughs> That's awful, isn't it? The yeah. old bare feet. Oh, oh. I know, I've done that a few times on over the years. Where you're sort of like, I, know. I used to live in a flat where there were slugs by the side of the bed. Oh no! Yeah, that's like where you correct. put your cup of tea or your, you know, glass of water at bedtime, whatever. And they'll just be, and we—that's the the thing we do before we're in bed—is check for slugs. With, oh, yeah, that's awful. Really awful. That's... I need the carpet all had that lovely glittery. Oh yeah, that those. <laughs> yeah, the, the trail. Trail. But yeah, <laughs> horrible. The only ins- insect that I can't deal with is the um, the woodlouse. You can't deal. It's with It's the them. only one that makes me go ah, and to a point actually. Scream. I remember. Yeah, I will scream if I see a woodlouse. Something about there. They've got a sort of slight prehistoric... It's a scuttly thing, isn't it? Yeah, and they sort of... The, the hard... Exti- I can't deal with we them. We were on holiday in New York quite recently. I'm worried a bit now that the people from I'm a Celebrity might have heard that and in 10 years' oh, time when I'm on my backside and I'm in it. <laughs> they'll be like, remember the woodlice thing? He hates them. Yeah. They'll be like, oh, no, Jason, we're going to throw 2,000 woodlice <laughs> on your face. <laughs> and debt, like, going for it. Because I was surprised at that programme when they're like, oh, I hate heights. And no. you're like, no, you say, like, I hate pasties. Yeah, oh, me. We're going to put you in a cage with loads of pasties. Exactly. Foot rubs and chocolate <laughs> fountains. Keep them away from me. <laughs> Terrified. Terrified well, of In them. New York, I woke up one morning, good hotel, not mm. a cheap hotel, nice hotel, splashing course, out, fancy, fancy holiday, and I woke up screaming because there was a cockroach, like that big, like, what's that, three inches yep. maybe, on my arm. No. Yeah. <laughs> and Hello, I, we'd like to check out right now, please, well, and book into another what hotel. what we did, I screamed, and we took the bed, Gary woke up because I was screaming, mm-hmm. and we took the bed apart and we killed it, mm-hmm. and then we sprayed all around, we asked them to do stuff, they didn't do anything, so we sprayed it around, and then the next night we were like, I, can't, I just thought I'll you not sleep. You stayed in the hotel? And I thought I'll not be able to sleep. Nah. We found another one that was dead because of the spray, mm-hmm. and then we just left. We left, and we thought we were going Goodbye. like two in the morning. We were going hotel to hotel. It was like Mary and Joseph. <laughs> <laughs> you got any rooms? No, <laughs> you can go in that barn. Oh, I'm not pregnant. Crikey. You're so rude. I'm just a bit <laughs> yeah. fat. It's also full of cockroaches, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. might be so out of the frying pan into the fire <laughs> in a barn. <laughs> Where real music matters. So Kerry's messaged me on Facebook. She said, back in the 80s, my husband was a, a big music fan. Back in the 80s, obviously. I don't know why he's not now. He's gone off, I've gone <laughs> off music. it. I've gone Unless off it. Unless he's like me, I just stopped like listening to new stuff. Oh, and absolutely. just stick to like, 80s and 90s. Well, <laughs> may I suggest Absolute Radio and its 80s and 90s stations? Yeah. Yeah, I don't mean to be a they corporate boy. presets in my car. But <laughs> they absolutely uh, they nail it. None they, of your new stuff, thanks. No, and, it, and funny enough, <laughs> even on the main, sh- main channel, what I really like about it is that even all the new stuff often sounds a bit like some of the stuff you already liked. <laughs> Good. You're like, oh, I like this. Uh, right. Uh, back in the 80s, my husband, uh, says Kerry, a big music fan, had a rabbit called Bundy MC. 
<laughs> That's quite nice, isn't it? That's really good. I like that. I remember we had a neighbour who had a boxer dog called Keith. <laughs> I shall love that. Human names are always funny. They animals. are funny, yeah, but they yeah. can backfire. Uh, Natalie Jane said, I was walking my dog and uh, let, him off, let him off the lead. I noticed that he and this toddler were running towards each other. I panicked as my dog would have knocked him over. In unison, myself and the toddler's parents shouted, Alistair, stop! (laughs) (laughs) They they only had the same name and the parents looked at me like I was poorly. (laughs) (laughs) That's a great story. (laughs) Alistair, stop! There is nothing worse, though, when when you've got your name to child something and then somebody goes, oh, my, my dog's called that, and you're like... Oh, no. Well, my human is called that, okay? <laughs> and that gazumps your animal. Do you, oh, do, do you think that outranks? I think so, definitely. Yeah. So, you know, people call humans. them fur babies. So, yeah. you call them fur babies. I call that because all of my friends have got pets as well. Mm. My friend who's got pets, she started calling in actual babies skin babies, <laughs> which makes me so happy. Yeah. How's your skin baby? <laughs> my fur baby's fine. I've got to say, it's one of my, um, the, the two pet peeves of, of being a parent. Obviously, I've got five kids, which is not, not the norm. But it is when you go, you're talking to someone and you'll go, oh, yeah, as kids and the babies and then they go oh yeah no I, I just kind of understand because um, like I've got two dogs and you feel like going oh really what time are they in school every bloody day no but you've got you still got to raise them to be good dogs and cats you know it's it's yeah. it is, it's a lot more similar than you think <laughs> shut up but also it's Not cuter it. and easier true you're quite right and you can leave them for four hours yeah <laughs> Sarah says I had a little Jack Russell called Squishy Uh, that actually ended up getting killed by a car. And I always felt guilty because I felt like she called him squishy. Yeah, like she she preempted it. She called it safey. (laughs) Yes. Or like Green Cross Codeman. (laughs) (laughs) Oh God, is that a blast from the past? Sorry. (laughs) 42, I'm sorry, everyone. (laughs) Angela says, I had a cat called Snoop Doggy Dog. So it's just a flipped cat. a cat oh, called Snoop Doggy Dog. Uh, and I had a mate whose cat was called uh, cats were called Stephen, Paul and Brenda. <laughs> Brenda's Good great. Name. great name. Brenda's a great name. This lady has 13 cats. Wow. How about this? How's uh, she got time to go on Facebook? <laughs> who knows? I presume one of the cats wrote this out. <laughs> Donna Watkins says, uh, I have a dog called Tony Stark, but 13 cats. Here we go. Let's let's rate the names. Billy Bear Sausage Cat. Is that one That's one cat? One cat. <laughs> Billy Bear Sausage Cat. He looks like the kids' packed meats that you, oh, that the, you can the, buy. Yes. Yeah, right. It's that. better than just calling it ham. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not Luncheon the, meat. Just to flag that up, by the way, guys, that ain't meat. I don't know what it is. <laughs> it's bear. It's yeah. actual bear meat. There's people... Yeah. I'm one of those... I don't eat anything with a face, but I, uh, that includes that stuff. It's not right. Leonardo da Vinci, a Luke Sidewalker, because he used to run sideways as a kitten. Okay. Uh, Groot. Uh, oh, oh, I love Groot. Groot, love yeah. Groot. Who, uh, Oscar the Grouch, uh, Gherkin, Henry Bear, Ziggy Stardust, Prince, Anakin Sidewalker, we've got another one, uh, Kylo Ren, Bubba Gump, and Marcy Cat, who was named by her previous owners. All are registered under their full titles and come with various rescue situations. I'm a failed rescuer, so I kept them all. Oh, <laughs> she sounds adorable. They're great names. They are good names, like, to they're, be fair. They're all very individual, aren't they? Yes. And they're not like... Fluffy, they're proper. No. Like they've got middle names, they've got surnames. Yeah, because you've got to be careful. Like, I mean, somebody says here, uh, I think it's Lee. Yeah, Lee Bub says, um, I've, my cat's called Puddy Tat oh. from the uh, Tweety Pie. Yeah. Um, but of course, when you go to the vets, 
and you sat there in the room, they just they called the name oh, yeah. and your surname, don't they? Yeah. So they'll go like... Commander Tuvok Milliken. Yes. <laughs> I just think that's always funny. I just think that's it's amazing. Brilliant. I love that. I love oh, that. Uh, right, stick with us. Uh, till after nine o'clock, we're going to be talking a little bit about Sarah Milliken's... Oh, crikey, you won't believe the stuff she's doing. New tour, she's got a book, uh, fabulous podcasts and all this sort of stuff. So uh, stick around and we'll talk more about that after nine. Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. The very, very funny, brilliantly funny Sarah Millican is my guest today. Oh, thanks, I know. love. That's so nice. I wasn't sure where you were going to go. The yeah. very, very... It was like you were struggling for an adjective. What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> Near? Because like, I'm sitting beside nice. you. Nice? <laughs> nice is okay. I don't mind nice. Nice. I find nice just like... Mm. Very, very nice. Very, very like nice feels like, bad. come on, you yeah. could have done better there. Yeah, try harder. A, a, a man of words like myself. <laughs> it's not even live. I found a better <laughs> I know. I could have pre-recorded this bit and started again, but I just can't be bothered. <laughs> So you are um, touring? You're going to go on tour? Yeah, I start a tour in January. The tickets uh, went on sale on uh, like a couple of days ago, Friday. It's confusing, isn't and it? Yeah. It is confusing. Because we're pre-recorded, so we're like, what day is it? But, <laughs> Friday. Yes, they did. So the tickets are on sale now. Mm. Uh, and it's called Control Enthusiast, and it starts in January. And it runs pretty much like most of the year next yeah. year. So we're both on tour for a full yeah. year. Yeah, do you crazy. think we'll clash? Do you think I hope, we'll, I hope there's hope so. pl- like places where we're near and we can yeah, meet like up for like You're in late Bath and I'm in Bristol. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, like a half past 10am curry. <laughs> I'd love a curry. Let's have a morning curry. Let's have a morning curry, absolutely. <laughs> uh, yeah, that'd be great. I'm looking forward to that. And I love the title of your tour, uh, oh, Control thanks. Enthusiast. That's a good title as well. I like that. Well, I've been, I get con- called a control freak quite a lot and I don't like the word freak. I think it's unnecessary. <laughs> quite. Negative. Yes. But like the control thing, I'm fine with. Yeah, <laughs> quite. Yeah. So I changed it to Control Enthusiast and then my friend uh, and your friend, Hayley Ellis, yes, friend of the show, friend of the show. Uh, she said, you realise that now you're controlling how people insult you as well. <laughs> and I was like, oh yeah, <laughs> nice. oh yeah. If only we um, could really do that. I know. All the time. <laughs> Big bone, shut up. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, I just thought, I think in every family group and also in every friend group there's always one person that books the tickets sorts things out arranges books the table at the restaurant and everybody else just turns up when they're told to and they're they're (laughs) equally annoying but also thank god they're there so there's a there's a half and half of like oh god here we go like when you go on holiday and my mum's involved right like she can't just sit down for a bit and lie down and have a bit of a and and relax and it's always like Mm. right okay so we're gonna go to the water park uh, this morning then this afternoon we're gonna go for this meal and like she's got it's all arranged all week it's like a really high so would you prefer it if you just lounged around and never did anything I suppose if you See, want that kind of holiday maybe but that's you, the hard part because be obviously three or four days of that I'm thinking oh I wish my mum was here we'd be well exactly but we'd also out, you would have seen some of this town you wouldn't have got there because she's probably got your passport yeah she? <laughs> she is in control of the passport see there's only one person so if I go away with friends I've got I don't necessarily have their passports but I've definitely yeah. got my passport and if I go away with my husband I, I have both passports mm. uh, but if I go with my sister because she's older and more responsible <laughs> yeah. she's allowed to take my passport ah. and then I become flaky and rubbish <laughs> and it's actually that's the holiday but it doesn't matter where yeah. we go the fact that I'm not responsible for anything for a week is, is a, great. Is a break. Yeah, totally. <laughs> yeah, maybe I need to be a bit more like that. Maybe I need to be a bit more in control of things. I mean, obviously, with the kids, I have to be. Because when you've got kids, yeah, you, you can't have to... you let one of them be in charge. You're like, right, <laughs> sweetheart, you're in charge of the passports. I know you're six, <laughs> but you need to learn. You need to learn. Well, yeah, but I have, it's, it depends. Six-year-olds have backpacks. Start shouting at your seven-year-old because she's not done the travel insurance. <laughs> 
What the? <laughs> what happens does. if we get injured or anything? Nobody does travel insurance. You just busk it. Yeah, you're just like, oh, I, I think my bank covers me. Yeah. I think my bank yeah. covers me. Everyone's got that sort of thing. One of the post office ones. I think I might have done it then and it lasts 10 years. Don't know. Does it? <laughs> no. That doesn't sound like any travel insurance I've ever heard of. <laughs> Absolute Radio, where real music matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. There is uh, no need to text in this morning because I am not here. I am in Prague. I will be in Prague. Oh, I got really confused. Yeah, no, there. I'm like, Sorry. am I here? Oh my god, where am I? Are we in Prague? Because yeah, I'm here as well. Yeah, I drove though. I don't understand. Yeah. <laughs> I parked in yeah. Prague. <laughs> I'm in Prague recording my album. Oh my god, this is so crazy! It's isn't so it? I love weird. It. I love it. It's so weird. And you, didn't you refer to the Prague? What is it? The the International Prague Orchestra? Yeah, the Prague you Symphony Orchestra. You referred to them as the band to me the other day. Yeah, the band. <laughs> Sixty oh, the piece band orchestra. Are so good. <laughs> they're so good. That band. Yeah, they're. Um, it's it's kind of weird. I've got to say. I think it's going to be called something like A Different Stage or something like oh, that. Like, nice. Yeah, it's quite a nice yeah, title. Right. And um, Although I came up with that title in a meeting with all these um, like execs at Decca Records. And I was like, oh, I thought maybe something like A Different Stage. And they all went, brilliant. I was like, eh, should, have you got a list, though? I'd like to look at your list yeah, of yeah. names. Don't just go with what <laughs> I just said on the top of my head. Uh, so my list were things like, um, I can't believe nobody stopped me yet. <laughs> and... Um, well, Bradley Walsh has got one. So they're my, they're some of my titles. Bradley Walsh has got one. <laughs> they're my titles for my album so far. Out September 22nd. Uh, while we're plugging things, uh, yeah. all the things that you're doing, amazing. So I, Yeah, it's quite, I wrote a book. I can't believe which it. Which feels proper, doesn't it, when you write a book? I know, I it's know. It's proper amount of words and everything. Um, is it 90,000 words, was that the... 80,000 80, is what they told me, yeah. so I did 80,000. Because, yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. I do as I'm told sometimes. Absolutely. Um, it's called How to Be Champion. And it's a, it's an autobiography. Did you come up with that title yourself yeah. in the room? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But it. It, wasn't, it wasn't as easy as yours. <laughs> it was tussling, yeah, but yeah. I won, so that's the main Good thing. Stuff. It's an autobiography, mm. which has some sort of tips along the way. So it's not an so autobiography. a bit self-help. A little bit self-help. So mm. it's not um, linear. So it's not like when I was five, this happened. Yes. So it's it's more by subject. So there'll be stuff about wearing glasses, stuff about divorce, stuff oh, about okay. body image, uh, stuff about family, all that yeah. sort of stuff. So, uh, and then there's tips at the end of most of the chapters. Oh, brilliant. So... I think yeah, I really, I really enjoyed the process, yeah. and it's it's getting good feedback from the publisher, so that's nice. Right. And funny, yes, fun stuff in uh, there. October the fifth, it comes out. Brilliant, so. and people can find that online. Is that on Amazon already? Can it's they? already yeah. If you're a pre-ordering type, then it mm. is available. Some people I, are pre-ordering yeah, types. They really are. I'm not. Organized. I'm pre- not. Well, I'm not, but I'm thankful for the people who are because <laughs> it gives me a lot of confidence. Oh yeah. To move forward <laughs> with things, you know, with like when your tour goes on sale, and you're like, oh thank God, at least those hundred people yeah. will be there. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. The same people this. that always come. Yeah. I've got all the badges from all of my shows and I love them with <laughs> yeah. all of my heart. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolute legends. And then you're touring as well. Yes. So the tour is on sale and just went on sale and uh, starts in January. Control Enthusiast. Brilliant stuff. And you're going to tour a whole year? Yeah. Pretty much, pretty much a whole year. And you ever, do you go everywhere? Yeah, as, as many places as we can possibly go. It's hard, isn't it? It's hard to try and get everywhere. It's, it's hard because some people want you to come to their house. Yeah. Um, <laughs> have you? <laughs> yeah. Like I can't do everywhere no. that way. <laughs> I know. <laughs> have you? Have you looked at playing Little Tittleton? Uh, <laughs> the village hall holds twenty five people. You're like, I can't do everywhere. I have to. <laughs> Have yeah, to be able like to get there and back, when I yeah. did New Zealand on the last tour, people were complaining I wasn't going to Mort, and I didn't. I only went to Auckland. That was it. And, yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. but it was I only had two weeks to do everything yeah. in Australia. You feel New like Zealand. I've done the twenty-three yeah, exactly. hours to exactly. you. 
You do the three-hour drive to me. I think that's fair. I think it's fair I think as well. Fair. If you think like some of the like the big the big boys in the, in our industry, you know, I mean, Peter oh, yeah. Kay did the tour that didn't tour. It didn't even leave Manchester. But then it but did. Then it did. <laughs> that's it's, that's what he should have tagged yeah. out in the end. Yeah. The tour that didn't tour, but then it I did. I think he might have called it that. <laughs> did yeah. he good? Now on tour. That yeah. would be smart. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. No, I, I I feel like we've we're, we're doing the. We're doing the miles, aren't we? Doing the miles on, yeah, on these Yeah, absolutely. Tours. On my last tour, my tour manager did a, like a map with all the dots of all the places. That's and what then, we you do, know, yeah. But then he compared it to a map of all of the McDonald's and it was very similar. Hang on a minute. <laughs> Hold on a minute. Are we just touring branches of McDonald's? <laughs> that is fine by me. Yeah, they, you know they've got a drive through Greg's now? Where? Right here in the great city of Manchester, no Have less. They? Yes. Drive through Greg's. What's I know gr- there's one in, is it Leeds? That's, it's 20, is it 24 hours? Or it shuts at like four in the morning and they've got security cards. Wow. So people kick off over Bounces. the steak bakes. Yeah. <laughs> Which is instantly the best in my accent. Steak bakes. It really is. <laughs> Matters. Sarah Millican is my guest this morning on our pre-recorded Sunday show. Uh, and she's got a new tour. It's called uh, Control Enthusiast and it's uh, it's on sale. Well, it's on sale now to you, but not to us. That's weird, isn't it? Yeah. On Sunday, in the future. they're in the future. And we're like, <laughs> we're like Biff. <laughs> <laughs> I've got the sports almanac right here. Uh, so... Um, and I, what, so what I do, what I do do, which is always a funny phrase, isn't it? When you say it accidentally, <laughs> do do, because um, I'm twelve. I like what it is is, what it is oh, is. Oh, that's good. What it is is. I, I once wrote it down because my dad says it a lot. What it is is. <laughs> what it is is. I like that. <laughs> it just sounds like one word. It does, yeah. What I like about um, do do is that you d- you never know you're going to say it until you've af- just after you've said it. <laughs> yeah. You never know. It always makes me laugh. Uh, right, anyway, so uh, on my Facebook, I asked people if they were control enthusiasts oh. or freaks, depending on which way they wanted yeah. to go with it. Because like we were saying, there's always somebody in each family, in each friendship group, yeah. in in each relationship, one of them's Office. in control. Always. 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 There has to be, though, because like for me, not once, if I worked in an office, would I be the guy who bought the leaving card? I would oh, never, really? never be that guy. I'll, I'll sign it. I'll never be the guy who bought it. That person would be leaving. So you're thoughtless. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> is that? <laughs> no, no, that's fine. Move on. <laughs> it's good to know that about you. <laughs> I never really thought that. Yeah, See, but... I would be the one that would organise the night out. Right. And I discovered with my sister and my dad that we all, this person, we're all the person that does that. Ah. And we all said, if I don't organise it out, no night out happens. Without you guys. It would be boring. Yeah, but at the same time, those sort of people are the people I wouldn't want a night out with. So that's the that's the. So you make it a big group so that yeah. you can you thankful that a table was booked, but you're not going to sip a second. Yeah. yeah, thanks for that, by the way. Thank thank you. <laughs> the side of the restaurant. Uh, Mandy Jones said, "I love that my best mate is a control enthusiast. If she wasn't, I wouldn't be lying here right now on a beach with this mojito." The only downside is she keeps trying to make my bed every morning. Oh, no, I'm not that bad. Before the cleaning I don't make my in. bed at home. I'm not going to make it in a <laughs> no. hotel. That's I often, mad. I often think that. Even at home, I'm like... But also, like, when you had a bedspread and stuff, like, back in the day, there was stuff <laughs> yeah, to do. It was, yeah. You just shake a duvet and you're done now. There's know, not much to do. You're not a cushion person. You're not oh, no, no, oh, no. I hate that when it's like a, a salt course just to get to bed. Well, also because I'm a bit of a drooler. And, oh, you know, yeah. and you can't have anything that's fancy. 
Because mm, <laughs> it's yes. just going to end up covered in saliva. Yeah, I'd say the worst thing about growing a beard, I've got to say, is that, this is horrible, um, is that uh, sometimes I just wake up and the beard's just a bit wet. <laughs> Now, is it sweat? Oh, it must be silly. No, it's definitely, it's definitely yeah. drool. Drool. <laughs> <laughs> but that's because your beard catches it. Yeah, and it holds it all night. So oh, where it normally would wow, dry on your gross. face, it would dry or you, it would be wiped off on the pillow. It just sits there glistening in the in the, in the forest of my face. Like soul glow. Do you remember? Did you ever see yes. it coming to America when they had shiny hair? You've just got a soul glow I've beard. Got that. Love it. it. Karen McClure says, I am the control freak. We have a menu up for the week so I know exactly what I need to buy and have it all set up so I click on the list and it transfers to my shopping basket. We never oh, wow. run out of Cheerios and milk. That was That's a little dig at me there because the other night <laughs> I... Um, I just I got I was at home had the kids they're all in bed I'm by myself and uh, no milk for the morning what are you gonna do no milk no milk. what in this day and age I even went on Amazon I thought I wonder if they do milk have you not got any of those else? tiny little ones stolen from like hotels and That's stuff that you done. could just opened like a million of them and made <laughs> one bowl of cereal <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> right spoon each my my mum was like don't you have you not got any frozen um like do you not freeze like UHC milk so you've got it as an emergency I was like. Nope, not I've not, I've not had that, that since we stopped living with you. <laughs> <laughs> That's yeah, I'm not very good at the old milk thing. I did, but supermarkets are open twenty four seven, so mm. I sometimes drive back from a gig. And I'll one time I went in and I picked up milk, and they had a nice dress for a tenner, so I came nice. back with milk and a nice dress. Beautiful, I love a, I love then, a twenty four hour. But then drive. I once got stopped Shopping. and I got recognised by the guy on the till because oh. it was a self helpy thing. But he yeah. came over to oh, yeah, then yeah. The, to help, yeah. And all I was buying was... Are you old a, enough for milk? You had to check it. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was buying a, um, a microwave dinner and some dash cream. Wow. <laughs> and he was like, oh, it's you. And I was like, oh, God. Nice. It was like the old, uh, I can tell you single from your shopping. Yeah, <laughs> that, that, totally. old, that old joke. Jason. Manford. Absolute Radio. You picked the right show to come on because we record this on a Wednesday afternoon instead of eight o'clock. Yeah, I sound Sunday awake. Morning. That's how you know it's a pre-record. <laughs> <laughs> are you are you a morning person or? Oh no, no, definitely. Well, morning as in like two and three in the morning. Yeah, yeah no, but weird, not like it? eight or nine. No, I feel I'm most productive about one o'clock in the morning. That's when I start going right. I've got some good ideas. I'm oh no, I'm down. not. No, I when I wrote my book, I did it early, so I had to go to bed early to get up early. Ah, okay. So I was quite awake, awake, but mm. only because I'd gone to bed. It's because we go to bed so late. You get in from work at one o'clock in the morning. I don't want to go to bed till two or three. Yeah, I think there's definitely none of that. And I, I've I've noticed the thing that I get is um. So my so my case my girlfriend will say. Sometimes you go to bed last night, you know, she'd drop off about 11 o'clock and about one o'clock I'll sort of think, oh, I'm going to get some, that's, that's my time. I'll go to sleep about one o'clock and she's like, what, what, what do you do? What do you do for two hours? I'm like, just watch telly and be in charge of myself. <laughs> just that your be, two hour window to be in charge of yourself? Two hours of in charge. I don't have to answer to anyone. You can just not buy milk. Yeah. No one's asking me to do anything. No one's like, oh, it's well, great. Well, it's like if somebody finished work at five mm. and went home and got in for six, You nobody, it would be really good if they went to bed away. at ten by six. That's true. They yeah. watch a bit of telly, they have their tea, faff on the internet, whatever. Yeah, there yeah. is that. There is that. Uh, Amy... Uh, Kinmond uh, on Facebook talking about uh, being a control freak, oh, yeah. control enthusiast. Sorry, we're... it sounds like you've like 
made it politically correct. <laughs> Quite like it. Sanitised it. Yeah, it, I like all, it. Yeah. Uh, Amy says, um, I was too enthusiastic when booking the Edinburgh Fringe Festival this year and every year. I meticulously looked through every entry in the book, making a long list of 200 shows we'd like to see, then made my boyfriend sift through these shows over a number of days, bribing him with wine, as we <laughs> narrowed it to a shortish list, then the shorter list, and finally settl- settling down with 34 shows to book. After which he let me run riot in my element as I played around with the timings of shows and where in the month they would would best fit. I can see you actually getting excited. Who to see together and who to close together, uh, remembering to leave spaces throughout the fuller days for eating times, all booked and he still doesn't know who we are seeing and when. I think I might have a problem. I love it. No, I, I totally get all of that. You I do exactly the friend, same. I, I go through it like it's the Christmas radio times. Oh, I yeah, go through I love the fringe that. guide and I circle all the ones I want right. to see. And I put like A for definites, mm. B for probabilies, and C for yeah, if they yeah. fit in around other things. Yeah. If I things. bump into them, I'll say I'm coming. <laughs> oh, no, that's everyone. Yeah, of course. What time's your show? Yeah, come But I remember that. the first time I ever went, no, it was before I started doing stand up, mm. and I showed my sister you know, the map in the back. Oh, yeah. And I showed my sister and I went, Do you think I could run between that place and that place in 10 minutes and she went yeah and I didn't do what that good lady did ah. I didn't make any time for meals <laughs> ah. but it's alright because there's always burger vans there's around always burger you're always vans. going to have to queue so. yeah the problem with the old running between venue to venue in Edinburgh of course is everywhere's uphill yes you know you oh the... not even on the way back is it downhill no, they've like... turned it all around yeah <laughs> It's real, but also really... shows start late and run late, and yes. yeah, you always lose a couple. Yeah, it's like one of those old paintings. What are those? What are those paintings called? What's the guy? Oh, with the stairs. Well, the stairs are all. Oh, can't I remember the know. guy's name now. I wish I was cleverer. <laughs> <laughs> it's not about being clever. It's about being interested enough to have remembered the name. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Yeah. That's all Stephen Fry is. Ref- refer to it. No, he's got it. It's, it's, it's all in his ear. Just, well, there is that. He's got an earpiece. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's what the first time I did QI, and I was like, "But he's so clever, and I'm not clever." And they were like, "Yeah, we're feeding it all to him. He's got it on cards." <laughs> and I was like, "I think." He's still clever, though. Yeah, I think you have to be a bit clever to be able to pass that stuff off. If we started just <laughs> rattling off some information, people would be like, hang on a minute. Have you got an earpiece in, even though we're straight, in a pub? Straight away. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Talking this morning about being uh, a control enthusiast, which is the title of Sarah's brand new tour, which uh, kicks off next year, but you can get tickets right now. And uh, I've had some messages on, on Facebook. There's been some cracking ones on Facebook, hasn't there? Yeah. People, do you feel like you're less alone now in this sort of control Yeah, I feel like uh, the world is run by us. And you guys all just turn up when you're told to. <laughs> <laughs> totally. I think you just need that person. Caroline Dean says, she says, it's me. She's quite happy yes. about this. Exclamation mark, it's me. Otherwise, I just end up redoing everything anyway. Of course, I also reserve the right to complain about others not pulling their weight. Yeah. So she's got the two the two things going on. It's yeah, win-win. you don't allow anybody to do anything <laughs> yeah. and you moan about them not doing anything. <laughs> yes, perfect. Yeah, it's really fun. Because if you let them do it, they'll do it wrong and you'll have to, like that lady yeah. said, you'll have to redo it anyway. So you don't let them do it, but then you moan. What you're moaning about is them being rubbish rather than not doing it. Yes. If you were better, I wouldn't have to redo it. <laughs> Yes. It's, yeah, it's hard. I mean, I feel bad for my husband. Yeah, yeah <laughs> he I has mean, to live with this. We all do now. Now we've heard the description. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> but think about it. He doesn't also, have he's... to have his passport. Or... No. Although recently he did because we went separately on holiday. I mean, this is my favourite story ever. <laughs> he doesn't fly, so he got. A so he went boat. to New York. <laughs> he got a boat to New York. But when did he get his boat? A week before. A week before you flew. <laughs> 
So he left a week before you to I go really to New York. I really enjoyed when people said, where's Gary? And I'd go, my husband's at sea. <laughs> I really enjoyed it. And I had, you know, the Find Friends app on your phone. Oh, yeah. So his little picture was floating across the, oh, <laughs> the water at various what? points. So he left a week before you. Then you flew over. You yeah. met each other. Oh, yeah, eight hours. He did seven days. I did eight hours. Then you had two weeks together or, or whatever it yeah. was on holiday. And then he set sail. Pretty much the same time as I got on. The, we were almost taken. He was, because I kept saying... You're not landing, are you? What, are you pulling in? And he was yeah. like, docking. Oh, yeah, okay. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Didn't he oh he got... knew all the lingo. Yeah. <laughs> After a week, he's like got sat at the captain's table. <laughs> Expert. He to, he f- I think he forgot what lunch is, though, because he kept having three dinners and a breakfast. And I was like, okay, he said, go, what did you have for your lunch? And he'd be like, roast and a bit of cheddar, because there's loads of buffets, a bit I've of never been on a, a bit of pizza. I've never been on a uh, like a like one of those cruise ships no, or anything like that. I've never fancied it. Well, he had a lovely time, to be fair, but it was just so we could go somewhere that wasn't yeah. like France or Belgium. We've so done on the Eurostar yeah. so many times, so it was wow. a bit mad, though. It's a bit yeah. eccentric. <laughs> a bit, My husband's lo- at sea. I loved it, though. It's great. <laughs> I didn't wave him off with like a hat and a hanky or you anything. You drive him down to Southampton, though, didn't you? I did, you? yeah. That's I drove dedication. him down to Southampton. But, but then I, I just have to, left with him in the troll freakness. You'd have to drive him down well, to make sure well, he got Oh, but I didn't tell you this, though. Go on. We got in the car, we pulled out of the drive, we had the dog in the back, it's a long drive. And he said, oh, we saw loads of cyclists go past. And he said, that's weird, cyclists. You never see them round on a on a Monday. And I was like, it's not Monday, it's Sunday. And he went, what? And I was like, and he, and he, so anyway, we just drove another couple of streets. And then he went, I thought I left on the Monday. And I went, nope, Sunday. And because I'm the control enthusiast, he trusted me. Wow. And we got all the paperwork out. And we'd left 24 hours early. <laughs> but luckily, we were only like three streets away, so we just went home and right, had like okay. a loungy day. Oh, that's good. But he thought it was hilarious. And I said, yeah, but if it wasn't for me, you wouldn't have got there at all. Like, yes. still, I'm still brilliant. Just let's remember that. <laughs> yeah, let's remember that. <laughs> It's better Brilliant. to be early than late. Although I am late for most things, so that's rubbish. How though, if you're so organised and don't care? <laughs> <laughs> I know somebody said that. I think somebody said that once in an interview. I think it might have been Ricky Gervais actually. He said he hates lateness. I'd read this about him. He hates lateness because he feels that the person who is late, that person feels that their time is more important than your time. Yeah, and it is. And I was like, well, it is though, isn't it? Because it's yeah. mine. Yeah. Absolutely. My t- I'm not saying I'm better than you, but to me, I'm I the most important person in the world. <laughs> Completely. If it's not for me, there's nothing. I sometimes leave at the time I'm supposed to have arrived somewhere. Oh, yeah, I do that like I'm a, like a, a time lord. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> or like I've got a much faster car than I have. <laughs> My old head teacher, uh, Mr Wiley, he used to say, uh, to be early is to be on time, to be on time is to be late, and to be late is unacceptable. He's an idiot, because yeah. we know the first two of those are wrong. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, true. <laughs> Where real music matters. Sarah, not only has she written a book and a tour and all these amazing things that she's doing. <laughs> is that what oh, Norton does? so flippant. Is that what Graham Norton does? He <laughs> 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 got some sort of film out. <laughs> <laughs> I have got a um, film out. That's no, one thing I haven't done. No, no I won't be surprised <laughs> if next week you're like, Sarah Millick has been cast in the, in the new X-Men. <laughs> I'd love that. You'd be great. I'd be a great X-Woman. <laughs> It's about time there was more ex-women. Absolutely. I could be wind, but a different kind. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She's not allowed in the main mansion. 
Oh, <laughs> yeah, she's like not, a granny flat. She's, a, she's in the conservatory <laughs> and the door's locked with all the cats. Um, you have got... So you had... Uh, t- you tell us about the podcast. It's okay, better you so, tell us about it than uh, me blag it. I started a, um, like a no-nonsense yes. uh, women's magazine mm-hmm. uh, online called Standard Issue. Mm-hmm. And then what we didn't want to have to do was to take advertising from things we didn't believe in or to do loads of articles about lipstick so that Tough lipstick one. companies then give us money. So we've decided to cut our cloth accordingly and mm. win our podcast, yes. which has fewer staff and fewer outgoings, but it means we've got control. I don't know if you noticed that. I like that word. <laughs> I've noticed this a lot, yeah. Um, so it's a Why are you in my seat? <laughs> Get out. Yeah. Um, I'm going to record some backing vocals on your album as well, if that's okay. <laughs> Just some doo-wops in the background. Absolutely fine. Uh, so it's called Standard Issue, and it's on iTunes and Podomatic and all mm-hmm. usual places, and it's weekly. So it's a weekly podcast, which is basically the magazine that was online, but in podcast form. Mm-hmm. And the three of those are that, and then one a month is a live event that we've recorded, and we did one uh, last night at the Leicester Square Theatre in London mm-hmm. with Alison Moyer, Mira Sayal, Zoe Lyons, and Joanna Scanlon. Wow, and it was incredible, and Sounds we just it. we have such a laugh. And they say like you just talk to women who've got a wealth of experience and yeah. who've lived, mm. and they've got so much to say. But it's hilarious and it's daft and it's it's moving at times. It's they're really incredible performances, and so we record those and we put those out. Great. Uh, so we've got another one of those coming out uh, next week, which I believe you might have a clip of. We do have a clip of it, and here it is. I would like to ask you all, what's the best and worst thing about your work and life? Alison, yeah. what do you like about your job and what don't you like about your job? Well, yeah, do you know, it, what I don't like about my job is, I think this only ever happens with uh, with pop musicians, if you like, is that you'll you know, work on an album, you put out that you work there, and then you go back and you start writing, and then every time you come back, it's a comeback. It's not come back. I've just been writing an album. I've been making an album. Do you know what I mean? It's like, you know, my purpose here, my purpose here is not to sort of just dance in the starlight and think this is what I'm here for. You know, it's like I'm a musician and I don't get their heads around that. But the good thing about it, I think, is that because you face so much criticism, I'm actually really inured to it and it doesn't touch the sides, you know. And so it's kind of quite funny when people think they're coming in and, and undercutting you with something really nasty. It's like, Mate, work on your comedy. You know, it's like, it's like, seriously, seriously, do you think I've never heard this before? Oh, oh, a lyric pun. <laughs> well, that sounds ace. So that's and so on iTunes. And yeah, and it's free, obviously, and, and uh, there's no adverts. You know, we just, we just, it's just good quality stuff, and it's covering all the subjects that women are interested in, which Brilliant. is everything. Yes, and and by which men w- should also be interested Absolutely. in. Absolutely, we've got loads and loads of male listeners as well. We quite like and women. They sometimes a lot ask, of us. They sometimes ask permission, like on Twitter, they'll go, yeah. "I'm a man. Am I allowed to listen?" <laughs> like, yeah, yeah, they don't do any kind of, you know, check down your pants on the way in. <laughs> you're cool? definitely allowed. If you do the handshake, you're allowed. It. <laughs> yes. yeah, it's like the Masons. I like it. <laughs> I think it might be no, starting it's, something. It's um, it's going really well, and it's I just like creating sort of environments where there's loads yeah. of women. I used to work in an office, and I was surrounded by women. And then when you get into comedies, there's a handful of us, and we're dotted around. Yeah, you just yeah. don't see women as much. No, of course. And I miss female companies, so I've selfishly control again. I like created it. loads of environments where there With are am- women. <laughs> yeah, and not just any women, like amazing women. Oh yeah, it's incredible. Well. We're so lucky to get these people, but they always have such a nice time. Of course, because it's it's an hour. We have a laugh. Right. So standard issue is uh, on yeah. the podcast on iTunes and I'm sure there's a website you can find it and follow Sarah uh, Sarah seventy five on Twitter as well I'm sure she'll tell you all. You look really it. good for my age. <laughs> <laughs> Real music.
music matters. You're going to be so pleased you came in because I've got a story here that I think you've not seen and I think you're going to love it. Okay. It's Is it going to make me cry? No. No. Okay. I think it's just heartwarming but filthy. Oh, which is like your act. That's, that's basically me. Yeah. Can you give me that as a quote for my poster? Heartwarming <laughs> but filthy. That should be entirely your next talk. <laughs> I'm having it. Having that. <laughs> Betty Wright was the oldest member of the audience when she was taken to a Dream Boys performance by Care Home staff. Wow, I already love this story. <laughs> this is great, right? They'd asked her. Right, they've basically gone around the whole place. So they said, "Ask her what, she, what one thing you would want," but were surprised to hear her response. Ryan Mooring, manager of the uh, Milton Lodge Care Home in Colchester in Essex, uh, said, "I went round the residence and I asked if there's one thing you could do, what would it be?" Betty said she'd love to see a male stripper, and for a 98-year-old, I was pretty shocked. <laughs> However, just because you're in a home, it doesn't stop you from doing whatever you want to do. Totally. She told me she had a brilliant time and she couldn't be more thankful. Betty, who has been a widow for more than 30 years, enjoyed a two-hour-long performance That's by the best-known by the best-known stripper in the country. That's what they've not named him, <laughs> but I love the fact that she's gone. Look, I'm 98. Don't get me any. I want the best. Any new ones? <laughs> I don't want someone practicing. <laughs> I want whoever the best one is, okay? That's the one I want. And she deserves it. She's 98. She's 98. Yeah. And I, I'm guessing, you know, it's probably not going to be a repeat performance unless she's going to be there every night now. <laughs> Sorry. This is what the pension's for. She says um, she, she enjoyed some eye-opening performances, uh, including a Wild Western-themed dance, Mr Mooring said. She was determined to call me afterwards to tell me how fantastic it was. There was complete nudity. But she loved wow. it. Wow. Oh, not even... Because sometimes you get a bit of side, but oh, you don't get no. full on. <laughs> I think this... Hey, at 98, you've done everything else, yeah, haven't you? it's not the first one she's seen, is it? <laughs> I mean, she's been, she lived through the war. <laughs> oh, she's seen American ones then. <laughs> <laughs> she, went, she went and her carer, Tanya Jones... I'll go! Tanya was first hand up. I'll go, yeah. And her daughter, Terry White. Yeah, I may as well go with me, ma'am. To the event in... Just in case she needs me. <laughs> exactly. Betty has very mild dementia, but her mind was strongly set on seeing the Dream Boys in the flesh. Uh, Mooring said, the ladies absolutely loved it. Betty has wanted this for about a year. I booked it for her about six months ago, but she broke a hip, so was unable to go. Well, I'm not laughing at that bit. That's, that'd be terrible. Uh, so she was dead excited to go this time. She's a saucy old girl. The deputy manager, Tanya, obviously pulled rank there. I'll go. I'm deputy manager. Um, <laughs> was even dragged up on stage. <gasps> oh, no. It was the highlight of Betty's night. I saw the Chippendales once. Yeah. So I did, I was doing a Guardian podcast mm. in Edinburgh one time and they said, oh. These two things don't sound like they go together. No. <laughs> well, uh, they had what, so they had guests on the stage each day to, oh, like, okay. the, to plug their shows mm. and the Chippendales were at the Gilda Balloon in, at the Fringe <laughs> and, the, and the PR lady was so nice and she said, because I interviewed a couple of them mm. and... That was interesting. Yeah, I bet. <laughs> for audio. How did well. that go? Yes, yeah, Shipping deals on audio. It's not their, wow. it's not their strong suit. And, um, <laughs> and one of them had the prettiest eyelashes I've ever seen. Anyway, like a cow. Amazing. <laughs> and she said, if you want tickets. And I thought, ah, might as well. Freeze, so I dragged free, some friends who mm. are still friends, amazingly. And it was, for 10 minutes, it was hilarious. And for 50 minutes, it was just uncomfortable. Yeah. Because it was like a wasp in the room. Because every now and again, you'd go, oh, there's one over there, there's one over there. And they were dragging <laughs> women on the stage. But right. I was just impressed by how many vests they got through. Because somebody must be in charge of, like, nicking the top with a pair of scissors. Because so they, they rip do it. rip off Oh, really did they write? Like, yeah. Wow. But so, I don't know. I'd, somebody's in the back, like, sewing them up again so yeah, they can yeah, use it the yeah. next day. <laughs> but it was, yeah. And the women were... The women were screaming and yeah. sort of rabid. 
<laughs> but we didn't see. We didn't get what Betty got. We didn't get well, full on. The full on. We just got a bit of like side. Right. And you had to really look. I mean, I was. You know. Of course, you're there, right? You're there. Yeah. Why not? Yeah, it's, it's a it's a very strange situation. I remember we had the Manford's Comedy Clubs. We had uh, one in Birmingham on Broad Street. Uh, and it ran every weekend and it was it was going really well. It won a couple of awards. Oh, and we're like, nice. oh, this is going really well. But it was really hard to get. Once we got to, it held about maybe 200 people. We got about 110 in each week. You right. know, it was hard to do. Jonglers was up the road and Glee mm. Club was there. It was a tough competition. Anyway, when we came to renew the licence uh, for another year, the manager said, um, look, I think we're, we're going to go with something else, actually. We've tried comedy and it's not working. And I was like, ah, fine, absolutely fine. Obviously, try something else. So I thought, I'll keep an eye on it, see what they do replace it with. And Dream Boys. <laughs> they replaced like it with Dream permanent Boys. Permanent residency. They were there and they were getting like 600 people because obviously they stood up as well. They don't need chairs. Stood up. You, don't, you could sell all the chairs. So you just get rid of the chairs. <laughs> None of this, like, just sat around a table having a nice drink. Just people. I bet they drank a lot as well because they were probably thirsty and sweating. And <laughs> yeah. God. Crikey, rally. Oh. I remember what there was one poor moment where there was a, a crossover where the Dream Boys were upstairs in the main room and our comedy club was in the, downstairs in the other room, but we had a shared dressing room. Oh. <laughs> I wasn't on, but one of the comics tells us a, a story of one of the boys getting ready. Oh, wow. Mm. No, we, we worked out which one we could, like, if you had to fancy one of them, which one would you fancy? <laughs> and we decided to fancy the one that clearly looked like he was hating it because we just assumed he was trying to put himself through, like, medical school or something. <laughs> Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I've just noticed a really funny thing that's, uh, that's oh, yeah. coming up. Uh, the person who takes over the show after I finish at 11 is called Sarah Champion. <laughs> That's like if I had a tribute act. Yeah. <laughs> Isn't that Sarah Champion up next? I love that. I wish she didn't exist so I could change my name. <laughs> that is the best name. It's a great name, isn't it? Uh, so we had some questions come in from... Oh, uh, from nice. Some, uh, what do, you, do you have a name for your fans? Your... Millican Airs. Millican Airs, I like it. Uh, this is from Nicole Rattray. Good name. That is a good name. Strong name. She says, I had a dog called Moo because he looked like a cow. So she wants to tell you that. That makes total sense. Uh, I absolutely love Sarah Millican. Uh, can you ask her if she'll adopt me? Oh! <laughs> I do come with a husband and child who are both house trained and animal friendly. Uh, no. Mm. <laughs> because it's be a weird. kid. See, I don't. Because of the kid. I'm not great with children. Yeah, so, you're not a big fan of you. No, not at Well, that's all. why I like, we go for lunch quite a lot, and that's why I like about it, because we go for lunch and you never say, how are the kids? So no, no, I, no, no, I, so no, I like it. You never ask how my pets are. Absolutely. <laughs> Similarly disinterested. It's like we're both just adults and we don't care about the other stuff. Yeah, no, but I like um, it. Because no, otherwise, you end, when you've got kids, you end up just talking about them all the time. So I, yeah. that's what I like. When her kids left home, and if you're mm. still on the radio, mm. and I'm still alive... Yeah. She can get back in touch. Get back in we'll touch. Have a chat then. We'll think about it. Yeah, yeah. We'll think about it. Kelly Louise uh, Moore says, I have three dogs, uh, Gallagher, uh, Manny, uh, and Weller. So she's obviously oh, big yeah. fans of uh, Noel Gallagher and Stone Roses and poor Weller. She says, I, I was thinking of a new little fella, but what could his name be? Donovan. <laughs> I mean, Barlow. Looking. <laughs> I think her music taste is different to mine. Yeah, I think you're more heart FM than, uh, than absolute. I'm magic all over, kid. You are, I love a bit of magic. Nothing wrong with magic, I tell you. Classic uh, FM, though, if I'm feeling, like, posh. Oh, do you? Do you listen to a bit of classic? Sometimes, yeah, oh, in the crikey. kitchen. Because that's the first place people come in, so they're like, oh, 
she doesn't need lyrics. I, no. The other day, my <laughs> I, um, I'd popped to uh, pay for petrol, and my kids had flicked um, Radio One on. Oh, and, no. uh, too I old. Know. Too old. Too old. <laughs> I got back in the car. I was. I thought there was something wrong with the radio. I was like, "What the? What's this noise? It was an actual song. Like it was a song no. being played." There's no need for that, is there? No need for that. I feel it's it's when like when DJs, you know, when they when they leave Radio One and you listen to them, and then they yeah. move to Radio Two, and you're like, "Well, it's time for me to move as well." Then if they move, and <laughs> yes. I've got to move as well. <laughs> yeah, there is a lot of people clinging on. Isn't what would there? you? Well, what, what what's your music taste? I sort of like everything really, because my family are all musicians. Oh, um, yeah. They're all in like folk bands and Irish bands and stuff. So I sort of like a lot of that. I like a lot of my other grandparents on the other side. I like a lot of their sort of fifties. Mm. You know, Nat King Cole and Perry Como and all those Perry sort of Como. people. I she like could all call that. the new little dog Perry Como. Perry Como's a good name. Como, yeah. That's it's a good really one. good name. That's a quite Perry. Good name. That works Perry's as well. Good. Yeah, I like that. There you go. Perry Como. We've worked yeah, it out. There you go. Perry Como over. If it's got a little co- oh. if you can comb its hair over as well. Oh adorable. That'd be I mean, great. If it's got a comb over, just get it anyway. Just give it now. <laughs> just do it. Adapt it to its name. That'd be great. Okay, we've got another couple of questions uh, for Sarah Millican coming up very shortly. Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I've asked on Facebook for a couple of questions for Sarah because we're pre-recorded, so don't text in. And Sarah Higgins says, uh, Sarah, did you ever hear back from your school bully? That was the most satisfying story and revenge I've ever heard, and you did it so classily. Love you, bird. Oh, that's so nice. That's oh. nice, isn't it? So what's this story then? So uh, it's basically, I did stuff about body image in a section mm. of my show, but also in sort of interwoven with that was a story about a girl at school who bullied me. And not in a kind of traditional sort of punchy mm. way, but just kind of, she was just a cow. Yeah. <laughs> and Got she was often mean to me. Yeah. And yeah. she would sort of push other girls away and stuff. And she had emailed me a few years before. So I read the email out. That's and right, the email yeah. was like, and then I did this, and then I did that like that and it was and she lived in all these different areas and like I hadn't asked for any of this no and I just replied to her and said this is probably the only uh, response you'll get from me because I don't remember you very favorably because you can't say you were a bully because she might not remember and that's also my opinion and Mm -hmm. so I thought well if I say how I feel she can't deny that nope and I never heard from her oh yeah. I mean, I like to think that she might have gone, oh, she's on tour, and then <laughs> sat in the audience and then just heard her email read aloud. It's weird, isn't it, when you... Um, I had a very satisfying moment oh, with, a, with a bully, yeah. It's amazing how all comics have been bullied. <laughs> yeah, I think there's something about... I mean, what I like is this idea, and you always get it in interviews, they go, were you bullied at school? You go, yeah, and you're like, did you use like humour as a way of stopping it? I'm like, do you remember school? Uh, do you remember at any point as the fists were raining down on you going... Two fellas going to a bar. <laughs> Did that, lads, lads, a frog crosses over the... Oh, come on now. Let me get to the punchline before you take me money. Um, where's that come from, that idea, that jokes stop you getting battered? They really don't. They really don't. If anything, they get you battered more, if I yeah, recall. Yeah, if you're just school. standing reading out your ha-ha bonk book by uh, Janet and Alan Alberg, <laughs> while they're watching you from over the side yeah. of the toilet wall, they used to just look at you over there. It was awful. Ugh. I had a moment where I think I'd just got eight out of ten cats and I was driving a Citroen ZX. Like it was this terrible car and it was it was dying to death, this car. So I got rid of it. I think I had about 10 grand or something to buy a new car. And I was like, oh my God, I'm going to buy a new car. I'm so excited. It was like the most money I'd ever had in my life. And my mate at the time had convinced me, rather than buying a new car outright cash, I should use it as a deposit on a 
much fancier car. Oh, no. I couldn't necessarily afford, but I could afford the monthly payments and it'd be fine. So okay. it's, it's never necessary. It was never my car, but I had this car. <laughs> you loaned a car. Essentially, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I got a Jaguar XF, right? It was the oh, most no. beautiful car you've ever seen in your life. It, was amazing. it wasn't like a fancy Dan car. It wasn't like, it didn't have a spoiler. It's classier though, isn't it? Was classier, it? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, it was a nice car. It was a bit of a dad car, to be honest. Right? I didn't realise at the time, but it's fine. I became a dad yeah. shortly after buying it. <laughs> And, Is that uh, how it happened? No. Yeah, <laughs> get the car, ladies. get the kids. <laughs> so I'm in this beautiful car, and it's like the fanciest car anyone in my family has ever had. It's so nice. And I go to a shopping centre, park up, and I'd had it, you know, I'd had it for three or four weeks. And as I pulled up, they've got one of these like wash your car places, right, uh, in the car park bit that they have in a lot of the shopping centres. So I thought, well, yeah, I might as well get it uh, wash and a wax and all that. Why not? It's never, never. Never bothered with the Citroen, to be honest, just let the rain do it. And uh, pulled up, and uh, this guy came over, and he went, oh, what's your car, sir? And I went, yeah, absolutely, I'll be fine. He's like, 10 or whatever. And as I gave him the keys, we sort of looked in each other's eyes, and I went, I recognise you. And he went, oh, I recognise you as well. I said, oh, what school do you go to? I mentioned the schools. And he went, oh, yeah, you were in such and such a class. And I said, yeah, that's right. And then I remembered. Oh, my God. And I, he went, oh, yeah, 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 I remember. Oh, you're a comedian now, aren't you? I said, yeah, yeah, I said it. As it all came back to me, I just went, just wash the car. <laughs> <laughs> I just stopped it then. Oh, it was very satisfying. He did. Uh, to, to be fair, he did a cracking job. Oh, good. Well, I'm glad he's turned his life around. <laughs> <laughs> There's a lovely story. Um, I got it off the BBC website the other day. Uh, that really made me laugh. So the owner of a little corner shop, right, uh, this guy, Jel Singh Nagra. He owns a local corner shop. Um, he's been threatened with legal action from a supermarket giant because he called his store Singsbury's. Right? <laughs> that's brilliant. Not just that, though. Like, the sign is, like, it's orange. Oh, it's the no. same okay, font. That's like, too much. It's like everything, right? <laughs> so, and it's done the rounds. You know, people love a good funny shop name yeah, and all that stuff. Totally. So it's done the round, rounds over the years, right? So he's responded by changing the name to Morrisings. <laughs> Oh, I love Using him. Using them as their, their logo as well. I don't want to high-five him. He sounds awesome. He's kind of cool, isn't he? Mr Nagra says, uh, a lot of customers come in here for the banter more than the actual service. Well, no offence, Mr Nagra, but that is not, that's not good business management. You need to make sure they yeah, come in. shut And just have a chat show. Yeah. <laughs> get on the radio. Maybe get a podcast. Yeah, it's got good pants. Maybe a shop's not for you. Yeah. <laughs> People are just coming in oh. for a chat and not buying anything. Within 24 hours of posting a picture of his shop on Facebook, uh, complete with the brand new Morrising sign, uh, the photo has been shared over 10,000 times. I think that's fantastic, that's isn't hilarious. it? That's hilarious. I love that. I love that. I love a bit of ingenuity. I love a bit of sort of... Um, Hutzpah. Yeah, that's a good word. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I'd like the fact that he's just gone, oh, it's probably getting us in trouble, but... But the it. thing is, it'll, it's increasing his customer. A customer, I mean, well, I don't come in it. for a chat, though. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's still going to shut like, Do you want to buy a Mars bar? No, I'm just coming for a laugh. <laughs> you should have the sign inside, so people have to get in at least. <laughs> I love a good shop sign. I, what I also like is when people put, this, I just spotted this the other day. It really made me laugh. On the on the, on the the A6, it was in uh, Stockport, and it's, um, it's the Bangladeshi restaurant there, and it says... Voted the most hygienic Bangladeshi restaurant on the A6 in 2010. <laughs> See, the, the more words in a compliment, yeah. the less of a compliment. Yeah. I get told that I, I'm somebody's favourite comic, great. But if mm. they say you're my favourite female comic, 
It's less. Uh, yeah. Favourite female comic from Newcastle? <laughs> less. Wow. Who wears yeah. glasses? Who's called Sarah? <laughs> it's just, yeah. it's less of a compliment. Yeah. <laughs> Most hygienic. Yeah, I, what I get a lot of, you maybe you get this as well, I very rarely meet actual fans of mine. What I seem to get a lot of is... Friends or family of friends of mine. Uh, oh, yeah. Fans of mine. So they'll my go. My mum loves you. Oh, my mum's a huge fan. Oh, my brother's a big fan. My sister's. Oh, well, why are you talking to me then? Why am I talking to you? Let me <laughs> yeah. get your mum on the phone. Yeah. And they say, like, oh, my wife loves you. And I go, great. And you? And they're like, nah. <laughs> yeah. Okay, that's fine. As long as you come with her to a show, that's fine. Yeah, She'll need some dragged, company. Dragged along, yeah. <laughs> I know. That's the funny thing, isn't it? I, I always say that when I do my tours. I go, only 80% of the people here actually wanted to be here. Oh, I think it's even less. Do I, you think th- it I is? always think 50% love you and mm. just are so excited. And 50% of, of people have been brought <laughs> by the people who love you. Yeah. But what you want is to convince convert them yes. so then they come of their own accord next time there is a funny i think there's also about five percent of um people who even at about half past six that that evening didn't know they were coming <laughs> and were being convinced by youtube clips oh. <laughs> honestly look, look look at this one. Oh no that makes me so sad <laughs> honestly please jason absolute radio where real music matters. Hello, it's Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Thanks for being with us this morning. If you have been, I've no idea. Not a clue what you've been doing. What if they've just tuned in just now? And also, just thank you for just bit. tuning in. <laughs> to you people who just tuned in. And if you're not, waiting for Sarah Chapman. Yeah. Thank you for the people who are just sat in shops with no choice uh, whether to listen or not as well. Or like a doctor's surgery or something, yeah, or like just, the dentist is just, just on. Yeah, just yeah. On. Although if you've got doctors on a Sunday, let me know oh, that's where, they true, are, actually. where they are. <laughs> yeah, grab that one. <laughs> Definitely. Sign up to them. Taking no new customers, I'm not surprised. <laughs> Opening on a Sunday. I think uh, they call them patients as well, just so you know, rather than customers. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you do these well, days. <laughs> bit of politics there, but the way the way the NHS is going, they're very much customers. Did you see Corbyn at, uh, at Glastonbury last week? Yeah, I, did. I wasn't there, but no, I no, saw, saw him on, yeah, saw on, on social media. For about five minutes, I managed to convince my girlfriend that he did a couple of songs first. No. <laughs> yeah, just... For, of his own? Or? Yeah, just his own stuff. She'd... Um, <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, like, my partner is very clever, but there was just a moment where... You know, but it was you, odd that he was there, Yeah, because it was so an odd thing. It's, it's, it's enough of a push to think he might have been singing. And he looks a bit folky, doesn't he? So yeah, he looks like he's he probably, got a guitar at he home, hasn't he? definitely plays yeah, yeah. guitar, yeah. He, he looks like he probably plays some, like, bongos or something. Like, he looks yeah, like yeah, he's yeah. into something a bit different as well, I had well, a dream about him the other day. Yeah, I had a, yeah, I had a dream that so he was going out with my... <laughs> yeah, wasn't it? Sexy so it's going to get him more or less votes. <laughs> about the same. Uh, I had a dream that he was going out with my husband's auntie. All right. And uh, that we all went to a water park. <laughs> with Corbin? Yeah. I can't imagine him. He'd still be in his tie, like in his shirt, I reckon. With his in, tie, like tweed done up. and stuff. Yeah, yeah it's very absorbent. <laughs> Roasting. Jeremy, just take your jacket off. I'm all right, thanks. I'm, I'm all right. I'm for the many, not the few. All right, have a day off. Maybe he's got sweat patches. Maybe that's what it is. People who keep their jackets on a lot, I always think, mm, you're sweaty. Yeah, <laughs> maybe, maybe. Yeah, I managed to just, there was just a moment where I said, hey, did you see Corbyn was at uh, Glastonbury? And she went, really? So what's he doing? I said, he just did a couple of, his, I said, I managed to give a straight face. He just did a couple of songs and then I did a little bit of a speech. And, and her first question was, whose songs were they? Like, yeah, that I, was the I first, asked the same yeah, thing, yeah, his or? <laughs> was it his own stuff or uh, is, he, is he doing a couple of covers, some Billy Bragg covers, I imagine? Well, you know, so the, the, least, the people you least expect have got albums coming out. So. <laughs> well, don't get me wrong. <laughs> don't get me wrong. It's like when I, said, when I first said to my dad, I said, oh, I'm, doing a, I'm doing a musical, when I said I'm first in a musical, and he said... I said, I feel. I wonder if people are going to be able to respond to it. Like, if they're going to be like, "What's well, this comedian 
trying to do musicals and an and album and stuff for. And my dad said, at the end of the day, Frank Spencer was the phantom of the opera. That's a really good point, If isn't the it? country could accept that, then and they could in, accept I'm you. I'm pretty sure in Phantom he wasn't running after a bus on roller skates. No, no he wasn't like... <laughs> I mean, I didn't see it, but yeah. I don't think that's what happens in it. <laughs> That'd be a great ending, though, wouldn't it? <laughs> If the Phantom just came on on roller skates to do his bow. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> oh, Betty. Oh, Betty. <laughs> I've done a whoopsie on the carpet. <laughs> be amazing. Sarah Milliken, thank you so much for coming in today. Oh, thanks for having us. It's been so it's much been fun. been trying to get you on for so long. It's so lovely oh. to have you on. Um, so follow Sarah online. She's got, obviously, got a website and uh, a Twitter, Sarah Milliken 75. Uh, so you can find out about a podcast, a standard issue, which sounds fabulous. Uh, and her tour goes on sale, uh, Control Enthusiast, and a book which... It's called... Uh, How to Be Champion. How to Be Champion. October the 5th. There you go. So loads loads and loads and loads. If you are a Sarah Millican fan, you are not going to be able to avoid her. Uh, <laughs> even if you're not. <laughs> even if you're not a fan, you will not be able to avoid her. I'm so it. sorry, everyone. <laughs> she will be everywhere. <laughs> I will see you next week. Hope you have a lovely rest of your Sunday. And uh, Sarah Champion, up next, after 11. Music matters.